Hey you, yes you, thanks for tuning in to the Healthy, Wild and Free podcast. My name is David Benjamin, I'm your host and the founder of HealthyWildAndFree.com. If you're like me, you understand that health, the mind, body, spirit, heart connection, and living a green, eco-friendly, sustainable lifestyle are some of the most valuable and life-enhancing lessons that we can learn and pass on to our children to live happy and abundant lives. That's why this podcast was created, to help you grow in these areas. If you aren't already subscribed to the newsletter, go to HealthyWildAndFree.com, click the box at the top right-hand corner to get a free copy of our latest ebook, and you will be subscribed to be notified about future podcasts. Thanks for subscribing and tuning in. Enjoy. Hello, podcast listeners. This is David Benjamin, your host of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest on the podcast who's an author of numerous books, and I actually just recently finished reading her book, Healing is Remembering Who You Are, which is a guide for healing your mind, your emotions, and your life. And we're kind of going to talk about those different areas today, uh, healing your mind, your emotions, uh, and your life, and just kind of uh, perceiving things in a, in a newer, uh, positive perspective in your life. Uh, she's a hypnotherapist and just an amazing, amazing individual overall. So today we have on the show Marilyn Gordon. She's a life transformation teacher, author, speaker, healer, board-certified hypnotherapist, and personal development school director with 40 years' experience both teaching and healing. Her work is to help people transform their darkness into light, and she offers books, recording, telecourses, home study programs, and more. You can find out about her and learn more about her work at lifetransformationsecrets.com. And I'm going to bring her on the show right now. Marilyn, are you there? Uh, yes. Can you hear me? I can. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Yeah. It's so wonderful to it? be here. Thank you very much. It's wonderful You're to welcome. be on your I'm, show. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to start the interview with the, the same question I ask really all of my guests, and that question is, how did you kind of become involved or, or passionate about uh, holistic healing and, and alternative ways to kind of heal the, the mind and body? That's a very good question. Well, it started a long time ago. In the 60s, in the late 60s, I was a high school teacher of English, and at that time, the last school I was teaching at, the students were rioting in the schools. Not all of them, but many of them were rioting in the schools, and it was very exhausting. You know, I would be brave and go in and break up fights, but when I came home at night, I just stood and sat and stared at the walls. So I knew that I needed something to relax me, to transform me. I was a basket case of stress. So somebody suggested I go to a yoga class. And I went to this class, and it was just amazing. It was awesome. At the end of the yoga, we did this relaxation process, relaxing all the different parts of our body, which I now know is called progressive relaxation. It's a hypnosis technique. But when I did it, I said, this is it. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. I had been looking everywhere to figure out how to relax. I tried every kind of aspirin you could imagine. I took some barbiturates. I did some smoking of things, and uh, nothing did it like the progressive relaxation at the end. So 
when this happened, I said, I'm going to travel this path. And I did. I became a yoga teacher and I became a meditation teacher. And then I took a special seminar that used relaxation techniques to help heal all the events of the past. And this was a revelation for me because I went inside and I healed my relationship with my parents and my child and old boyfriends and all kinds of things. I just did a tremendous amount of healing. And I combined then, I combined this with my work with yoga and meditation. I created a, a process called, I called it deep inner healing. I didn't know at the time that it could be called hypnotherapy. I didn't know until 1987. And then I met a woman who told me that she had been certified as a hypnotherapist. And I said, well, that's amazing. What did you do? She said, well, we relaxed and healed. And I said, you're kidding. You can get a certificate for that? And so I went and I did it, and I got a certificate, and it really changed my life. I learned how to do some very practical things, too, like helping people to stop smoking and change their habits and lose weight and all kinds of things. And so this certificate on my wall was just, it was a symbol of being able to make my work very grounded. And then I began to really thrive with my work, and I I started to teach it. And a school was born, which is still happening. I still teach this, this method of healing. And it evolves every year, every day it evolves. And, it, and, and I have it down to a, a real methodology. So this is how I got into it, from my own stress. Like they say, they make your mess your message. So it became, for me, a way of helping people to recover from what I had been experiencing as absolute, complete stress, and more, by the way. So thank you. I'm sure there's more of this story, but I don't want to go on and on with it. Well, that's an amazing story, and it, I, I pictured I pictured you going back in time and hypnotizing the students to stop rioting. So that's a <laughs> a little uh, space time hiccup would be nice there. Um, that would be really great. That would be really that would be just terrific. I don't think the school would like it too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe someday. Really like yeah, they yeah. wanted me to you know teach the sentence structure, which is a good idea too, but. You know, <laughs> hypnotizing them wasn't on the isn't wasn't in the curriculum, but it would right. be great if that kind of thing could be. And it and it, and some people are including it in the curriculum of schools by nece- not necessarily calling it hypnosis, but by calling it relaxation. And hmm. to tell you the truth, I help students of all ages to pass their tests and study and and concentrate in school and just do better in their lives. Um, and this kind of thing would be wonderful if we're added to the school systems. Mm-hmm, for sure. Out of curiosity, your school, where is that located and what kind of specific work do you do in, in case our listeners are interested? Great. It's in Oakland, California. <clears throat> Excuse me. The certification for is, is in Oakland, but we have other courses that people all over the world can take. We have home study programs and telecourses and, and all different topics. We have topics in how to be a coach, and it, it, it's the, the transformational coaching certification 
We also have how to help people with pain, and we have another course in uh, guided imagery, how to help people with that, and medical hypnosis. And hmm. I have a number of home study programs in, in helping. You can become a habit control specialist or a um, or a an, an achievement consultant in helping people to do what they want to do in their lives and um, a number of them. I don't. Excuse me a second. I just want to clear my throat. <clears throat> Take a little drink here. That's fine. Mhm. I have some nice herb tea and it's so good. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So, you know, you, it's all on our website at Life Transformation Secrets with an S at the end of secrets. Secrets dot com. You can see all the kinds of things that we offer. Awesome. Yeah. I- I really enjoyed your book, Healing is Remembering Who You Are. It was, uh, I, I, I love the title, too, because it's, it's, when, I, when I think of that remembering who you are, uh, for me, I, life has been a continual, continuous journey of, of knowing or realizing kind of who I am. But I love how you worded that, remembering who you are. Right. Can you talk a bit about what that means to remember who you are and what that yeah. kind of core truth is for you? Yes, that's a really beautiful question. Thank you. In the beginning, you know, we we were created, we have been created, and we also created ourselves in the image of the divine, the image of the universe. And so within us is the whole cosmos, really. So we don't know that. We We have forgotten that. Because we have within us the sun, the stars, the clouds, the, you know, the, the whole cosmos is in us. And, and, and I say that because it's in our consciousness. And we are you know, made in that image, in, even in, biblical, in a biblical sense, we're made in the image of the divine. But we have forgotten that. We just think that we are these bodies or these minds and that this physical life is all there is. But there is a lot more to us. And inside of us is the healing power. And it is vast. And it is truly amazing and beautiful. And when we can go deeply inside and go beyond the conscious mind to this place where we're shining, you know, we're really made of light and we're made of love and we're made of peace, that's, that's who we are at the core and we can when we can relax and go deeply inside we discover this and we find that it's the healing it's the healing power i call it the homeopathic remedy for the soul because we have it inside of us and when we can go there we find a, a, a way of healing everything that's going on in our lives and it is it's 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 a resource it's a, it's a, it's what we're here to do is to remember this that we're not just these bodies we're not just these minds we're love and peace and truth and pure light and wisdom and that's that's our original makeup so that's what we're here to do is remember mhm that's beautiful I think that uh, sometimes our mind and our emotions through the experiences of life kind of shape and mold in ways that kind of disconnect us from that truth and disconnect us right. from, from that knowing, uh, which is kind of where the, the subconscious mind kind of plays a role. 
Um, so as far as kind of hypnotherapy and uh, the different practices that you work with, what, well, first of all, what do you think of, of the, the mind and emotions and how that kind of accumulates over time? How, what, what has been your experience with that? Well, I work a lot with the mind and emotions, a lot. In fact, I have a Facebook page called I Love the Power of the Mind because, you know, the mind is not just uh, some intellectual thing, you know. The mind is a powerhouse, and it has the power to create. But the thing is that our mind is a little bit polluted, you know, a lot polluted, and what we want to do is clear and clean and cleanse our thoughts so we can get down to the true power of the mind, because I also believe the mind contains the heart, the heart of the mind. And when we can clean ourselves, clean our thoughts, to, and I don't just mean, you know, not to make them dirty, you know, not to, make, not to clear away dirty thoughts, but to, to, to purify the mind so we're not always reacting to things. We're not mm-hmm. always thinking negatively. We're not always judging We're not always feeling sad or feeling uh, resentful. So to clean and clear ourselves of all this stuff, and we get down to the the shining mind, which has the ability to create. As you know, you know about the law of attraction, of course, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the powers of the mind to to focus and to beam thoughts so powerfully that you create. Uh, another reality. Hmm. So the 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 purification of your mind. Uh, right, a- and the emotions to follow too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you saying? I was just saying the the kind of pure purification of your mind allows you to to resonate kind of that at a higher level, whatever it is that you exactly. intend. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the emotions follow thoughts because you think a thought. You know, this is a sad situation that I'm in, and then you feel sad. You know, so you, if you think to yourself, this is a gift to teach me something, then you don't go into such heavy-duty sadness. Of course, sadness is appropriate a lot of the time, but sometimes it's just a pattern. Sometimes our emotions and our thoughts are these patterns, these tape loops that go over and over and over, and we bring them with us from other incarnations, if you don't believe in that, that's fine, but we bring thoughts and patterns and beliefs, and they go, you know, just on automatic over and over and over. And, and it's really worth it to stop and take a look at what you're thinking and say to yourself, what is this about? Do I need to think this way? Do I need to think those negative thoughts about these people or about my family? Or do I need to uh, keep on, on feeling sorry for myself? Do I need to keep on going over and over with these patterns of thinking? And then you say to yourself, no, I don't. I can shift it. I can shift it. One thing that I've gotten into um, the last year or so is the study of Ho'oponopono. Do you know about that, David? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I love it. It's really beautiful. Would, would you mind if I talk about it a little bit? Yes, that would be great. Thank you. Okay. Well, Ho'oponopono, of course, it's a Hawaiian word, and it's a Hawaiian teaching. It's a Hawaiian method of clearing and cleansing the mind, and it's very powerful. What you do is you say four phrases over and over again, 
and you can say them in, in any order that you want. Here's the order that I like to say it in. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You can say it over and over again. And the idea is to transform these patterns by saying, thank you for all I have and all I am, and that's gratitude. I love you. I love you with all my heart. The love is a very high vibration. And so you can say, I love you to all that is, and you can say that to the divine as well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my stinking thinking. I'm sorry for my obstructive thoughts and my patterns of my thinking. And and please forgive me. Please, like, let me have to pay the, 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 the karmas or do the consequences of this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Now, some people feel reluctant to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. But it's really an easy thing to say. You know, you say it when you know somebody who's lost someone dear to them. You say, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. It's not like you've done it, but... You know, and, and another thing, speaking about you've done it, Ho'oponopono teaches you to take responsibility for what you're thinking and what you're putting out into the world. And to see that if, if you know that it's your responsibility, then you can shift it. If it's everybody else's fault, then it, it, it's really a disempowering thing for you. But if you take responsibility and you say, I am creating this with the powers of my mind, and I can shift the way I'm creating my world, and I'm going to do that right now. I I have the highest of intentions. You can do that right now. So, Mm. you know, there's a wonderful book about Ho'oponopono. There's a new one by Joe Vitale, V-I-T-A-L-E. It's called At Zero, and zero is the place where you don't have all these patterns and how to get back to zero and getting back to remembering who you are. It's the same message, different words, but it's all beautiful and, and, and wonderful. And we're very lucky to be in a place and at a time where we can make these changes. We can do it. It's, it's just uh, something that we can be very grateful for. And by the way, we're, what we're looking now to do is to raise our vibration. And so saying things like thank you and I love you are high vibrational thoughts, words, feelings. Because gratitude, the more you have gratitude, and people say this over and over again, and they say it because it's the truth. The more you have gratitude, the higher and higher will be your experience of your life. If you're complaining about everything instead of being grateful for what you have, then you're going to be miserable and you create misery for one and all. So say mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for my bed. Thank you for my food. Thank you for that I have shelter. Thank you that I can you know, see and feel. And thank you for... You know, all I have and all I am, and I love you. When you do that, when you say I love you, even if you just say I love you all day, that you're raising your vibration to feeling beautiful kind of love for all that is, and it takes you to a whole different level of being. Mm-hmm. For sure. The the thing I like about uh, Ho'oponopono is I believe, I want to say I heard about a prison actually using it. Yes. and 
Yeah, there. You, maybe you know a little bit more about that. Can you share that yeah. story? Uh, yes, I'll tell the story. Yes, yeah, I've read about it in great detail. There is uh, a psychiatrist named Dr. Hu Len, H-E-W-L-E-N, and he's a Hawaiian. He's a therapist or psychotherapist, and he was given uh, a job to be the director of a uh, a hospital or a place of cure for the, for the criminally insane. So Dr. Hu Len sat in his office, and instead of interfacing with the inmates at this place, and by the way, this place was chaotic. It was just a mess. And in fact, the people who worked there had to go there with their backs to the wall, you know. And, um, you know, because they didn't know what was going to happen, they just wanted to protect themselves, and the place was a mess with what was called the criminally insane. So Dr. Hulen said, well, if I am seeing them as criminally insane, if I'm creating that reality and it's, it's holding that reality in, then I'm not helping them. So I'm going to help them by taking a pencil and taking the eraser end of the pencil and tapping on their, their, their records, tapping on their records. So for a couple years... He tapped on their records and said, thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me for each one, and asked the people who were working there in the facility to do the same. By the end of the two years, uh, just about everybody was healed. And there were a couple that had to go to prison because they, you know, they just were recalcitrant and or just they had, you know, some kind of situation that made it so they they, they needed to be incarcerated, but the rest of them were healed, and Dr. Hulen himself has taught many, many workshops and helped people to get to zero, because that's how he knows that he can heal and he, that people, other people know that they can heal too, and this is a, quite a remarkable story, and some people say, well, is it true, but they've been doing some research on this story to see if it was true or not, and it, and it was. It talks about it in the book, Add Zero. Joe Vitale's book. Um, it talks about the, the verifiable nature of this story, and it and it has been verified. So um, it's it's extraordinary, and to un- to understand that this can be done by you know by shifting your reality so much, is not carrying it inside that this person is this way or that person is that way, or you know reality is you know reality is is uh, dark or you know but if you don't have to carry that around inside of you you can get to a place where there's freedom and there's 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 none of these tags and you're not creating a reality you're not constructing a reality inside yourself that holds in a system you're you're getting free and that's it you're getting free and that's such a beautiful thing to free yourself and you can free yourself, you know, you can, people have worked on their relationships. They work on their relationships with their parents or their family. They work on relationships with, with their finances or relationships with um, uh, just everything. And, and they say, thank you, I love you. And, they, and some people just say it as often as possible all day, like have it be a little undertone that goes on no matter what's happening in life. Hmm. So, it's, that's, it's that's a, yeah, healing, 
It's a great practice. Uh, there, there's yeah. actually, for, for everyone listening too, there's, if you go to YouTube, and I'm, I'm not exactly sure how it's spelled, but I, I believe it's H-O-P-P-O-N-O. Is that correct? No, it's H-O, and there's an apostrophe, okay. O-P-O-O-P-O-N-O, no, wait, H-O apostrophe, O-P-O-N-O, P-O-N-O, Ho, Opono, Pono, H-O apostrophe, O-P-O, N-O-P-O-N-O, Ho, Pono, Pono. There you go. And that's, and that's why you were the, the English teacher and I wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for all the listeners, if you go to YouTube and, and type that in, there's actually a great uh, soundtrack that just repeats yeah. this over and over and over again. And I have it on my iPod and I love it. Uh, nice. I'll, that's I'll great. I'll meditate to it and, and that kind of thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you talked about that a bit because the cool thing about that is previously I, I was aware of it and I heard of it and I kind of listened to it and practiced it myself. But the way you described that really, I think, added a lot of value to it because you, you're expressing and practicing gratitude, you're expressing and practicing love, and you're expre- expressing and practicing forgiveness. So Absolutely. To so to continuously kind of put your thoughts and emotions and energy in that in that positive direction uh, right. is healing and, and kind of brings self-awareness in and of itself. Um, I want to talk a bit about how something you said earlier, and I just thought it was, it was amazing and brilliant, and I, I really want to kind of delve into this. You said sometimes there are emotions in our thoughts, and when you said that, I kind of stopped and thought, that's interesting. I need to think about that more. So what do you mean by that? And, and how can we kind of understand the world of thoughts and emotions and the connection of those two better? And especially with patterns of thoughts. So let's just say, let's take feeling sorry for yourself. Okay, we'll take that kind of a thought. So it has an accompanying kind of feeling. So it's kind of it's a sinking feeling. It's your, your, your mouth is curved downwards. The shoulders are drooped. You have, you know, your your breathing is shallow. You might want to cry. You might, you know, so so if you think, well, I'm no good and nothing in my life is turning out right, and you know, I I don't have it as good as most people in this world. If you think a thought like that, then the feelings will happen in your body, you know. Uh, drooping, sagging, <laughs> lagging, <laughs> kinds of, hmm. of, of of body experiences. And so many of our thoughts have these embodiments. So many of them do. So, you know, the thing is to just become mindful and not to uh, blame yourself for anything or not to make yourself wrong for anything at all, but just to watch. It's called the state of the witness, the witness consciousness. Just watch it and look at it and say, well, there I am feeling sorry for myself. Maybe I I don't want to do that anymore. Maybe I'm going to change that. And you just open up that possibility. And if you like Ho'oponopono, you can say thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And, And you can shift things just by noticing them, but not at, not by condemning, judging, or any of that, by just watching. And that's a very helpful thing to do. Are there any practices that 
have helped you kind of be more mindful of the emotional charge or attachment to a thought in your life? Well, one of the things that has helped me more than anything is yoga. Mm -hmm. I've been doing yoga for years and years, and doing yoga slows things down, slows the emotions down a little bit so I can watch them. And with yoga, I do breathing. I do the kind of breathing, it's called ujjayi, U-J-J-I-Y-I. No, no, U-J-J, I think it's I-Y-I, something like that. Breathing, it's, it's also called Darth Vader breathing. It sounds like this. It's very deep. They also call it ocean breathing. And it's mm-hmm. got a sound to it. You put your tongue up on the roof of the mouth. And this creates a lot of mindfulness, just having the breathing. And let's say, for example, that you're feeling anxious. Usually when you're anxious, your breathing is off. And your breathing is kind of uh, very shallow. And, and <laughs> like that's an exaggeration of it. But that the breathing is like that. So when you quiet your breathing down and use ujjayi breathing or any kind of deep breathing and breathe all the way down into your belly, you quiet down some of these automatic reactions and you're able to view them with a little more um, wisdom. You know, but doing the yoga postures too helps your body and your mind to let loose, you know, to you know, we hold on to things so much, and just to let them be free. And uh, so, I, I feel yoga has helped me tremendously. I have so many practices over the years that have helped me as well, because I've been doing this for a long, long time. And so, you know, I I have tried and did, I have done many different things, all of which have have been part of my own evolution. And right now I, I'm really enjoying Ho'oponopono. But I have done a lot of work with mantras and studied with gurus from India and Tibet and, and you know, Vietnam and various places I've studied. I've done a, a lot of work with mantras and chanting. And chanting is very powerful as well. And, and so are mantras because mantras carry vibration. And I believe that the thank you, I love you carries vibration also, so that you can harmonize your vibration with, you know, with the, with the, the vibration in these words, because words are so powerful. A lot of people don't understand how powerful words are. But being a hypnotherapist, you know, I know the power of words, and we make suggestions to people all the time using powerful words. Even, you know, you are a non-smoker, you are a non-drinker. The non-smoker is a word that doesn't really have a positive word. You can't just say you are a breather or something like that. But <laughs> words are so important, and people say things to other people not knowing the power of their words. Like, you're looking pretty terrible today. You look so tired. What did you do last night? You know, that can bring a person down really uh, badly, you know. And a doctor sometimes might say to a person, well, you know, you look like you're on your deathbed. You're not going to last very long looking like that, you know. Most doctors wouldn't do that. But, you know, there might be one or two that would. 
And that is called an indirect suggestion, and using the power of words, it's pretty intense. So we have to really look at how we're using words. And if you want to contribute to life on this planet, lift people up with your words. You, 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 you're looking better and better today. You know, I'm, I'm really happy to see you, sending you some love and gee, I, I like you, and you know, things like this are just helpful to the planet because they're not polluting the air like so many words are. A lot of the words today are really air pollution, I think, my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. A lot of your work kind of focuses around self-awareness and kind of knowing your truest self and really kind of building up that mindfulness and and self-knowledge to kind of reframe your consciousness for a more fulfilling, positive experience in life. Um, My question is, how do we kind of release or at least neutralize the kind of negative or perceived negative past experiences that kind of got us where we are today? And, And I think all of us have different challenges or or things that we can work on at any given time. But how do we kind of let those things go? How can we use uh, hypnosis or things like that as a modality? What a beautiful question. So eloquent. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I wish I had that written down. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, you know, first of all is to become mindful, as we've been talking about. Just watch and see what are the patterns of your mind. And, And then there's so many different ways of healing the events of the past. Well, one is with Ho'oponopono, just, you know, thank you, I love you, and dissolve it whatever happened before, but there's other ways. I do a lot of work with people, helping them to transform their experiences of their past. So, for example, and you've heard of this, I know, working with the inner child, which is a beautiful thing to do. It's just going into a state of deep relaxation and imagining yourself as a little child and then finding out what does that child need. You know, that child might feel abandoned or sad or or um, needy in some way. So let's see what that child needs, and usually it's love, and how would we like to give some love to that child? We can hold the child in our arms, and and you, as as being the one who's doing this, you hold the child in your arms, or you can take the child out to play or show him or her something that you have done that he or she would just love. And you can also tell that little one that, you know, things are going to be better and they're going to get out of this situation. And then you can take the child out of a situation that is difficult or terrible, you know. You can, and you can use the healing light, the healing light just to heal, just let it pass over all those difficulties of the past and, and raise it up raise all these difficulties up and also I use healing water take the little child into some healing water that's just the right temperature and it's just the right depth it feels like liquid velvet on the skin and it is cleaning and clearing that little one as a child of any age and taking away all the difficulties and then come out and and 
sit in the sun and the sun spreads its warmth and its light over the child. I mean, this is just one of the techniques. There are so many. And you were talking about the book, Healing is Remembering Who You Are. And in that book, there are lots of different techniques because you can go into all kinds of events of the past and transform them. The kind of work that I do is called transformational work, and that means transforming darkness into light and helping people to get out of the the, the, the muck and the mire and into the light and into the, the power of, of wisdom and guidance and love and just to help take all these experiences and transmute them. Because, you know, a lot of the great great ones say that we are deluded. We think that all of our terrible experiences are completely real. Well, they're real in our minds, but to a very enlightened person, they're not necessarily so real. And what we can do is transmute everything right now in this now moment and transmute everything into learning and wisdom and light and truth and love. So then the bad stuff can can drop away. And there's so much that can be done. People who have had really hard lives, you know, they they can just have complete redemption. I mean, it is it is possible and it's amazing. And you, and you just don't have to suffer for all the things that happened long, long time ago. You have to learn from it because these are gifts, they're lessons. And if you take them as gifts and lessons rather than as, as horrible experiences, then you, you, you've started the work, you know, and you're, you, you're, you've got a lot of it done. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the work that you do I love because it's, you, you think in a similar way to me. It's a very uh, self-exploration, self-discovery uh, kind of mindset. And the the inner child exercise I think is great and I think there may be some people who may be a little skeptical well you know why do this well how does it benefit me and I want you to talk on that a little bit but first I'd like to ask you well for me in my life looking back when when I was a child I can kind of see things in a different perspective and realize the belief systems or even emotions or uh, things like that that I hold in my consciousness uh, towards events or people or whatever it may be that I picked up from my childhood that may not necessarily be true or serving my best interest. So what what does that inner child work do for for an individual now looking back in that in their lives in the past? Oh, another great question. You have a lot to say. That's very eloquent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, well... One of the things that we can do for a, a, a part of the self, you know, there's not just inner children inside. There's what we call subpersonalities. There's the, you know, the wounded woman or the wounded man, the hurt teenager, the, you know, the, the self at any age that, that has been hurt. Um, what we can do is pay attention to these things. You know, they've been sitting for a long time inside of us, almost made of stone. And they create a vibration inside. They vibrate, you know, everything vibrates. But these vibrate at a certain level and attract the same difficulties back into our life so finally we can get to heal them. So one of the things we can do is pay attention to these parts of the self. 
It's like, you know, if, if you are an adult and you have a little kid walking alongside of you and, and he or she is tugging at your sweater, pay attention to me and you don't pay any attention and you just keep walking along and the kid's keeping on tugging at your sweater. Hey, I'm here, I'm here. But finally you say, okay, what do you want? And then the child says, you know, I want you to give me a hug. And you say, oh, is that what you want? Okay. And you pick up the little child and hold him or her in your arms and you say, I'm here. Sorry that I ignored you so much before. And I I realize now what you need is a hug. And the child transforms. The child isn't just tugging at your sweater like that, saying, thank you. You realize that I'm here. You realize that... I've just been wanting to be remembered. And thank you very much for doing that. So it's like that. It's the the art of paying attention. But there's also a transformational part of that, too. It's not just paying attention. In some ways of growing, ways of being, or work that you do on yourself, it just takes paying attention and then it transforms. But the way that I do things is transformational. So I bring in the transformation. And so for me, the, the, the art is experience it, releasing it, and transforming it. Experience, release, transform, it's a paradigm. It's, it's a method. So when you, you find something that needs to be transformed, you look at it. What is it like? What does it feel like inside of you? How are you carrying it around? Does, is it causing any kinds of symptoms in you? And what are those symptoms? Where do you feel it in your body? And what's happening? And then we have some special release techniques. We have various release techniques to help transform it. One of the things we do is tapping. You know the EFT tapping? You know that, David? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing we do Um, is a technique that I have. It's called the wise mind process. And if we have time, I can tell you that wise mind process in a little bit. Would you like me to talk about that in a little bit? Yeah, I'd love that. Okay, and so that's the the part of the release. And the transformation is how can we transform this with love, with light, with wisdom, with peace, you know, all of the qualities of the higher being, the higher self. These are all transformational. So you do experience, release, transform. And the wise mind process is is something that I created that embodies the principles of experience, release, transform. It's like a little teeny hypnosis session that can be done before hypnosis or any time at all. It can be done over the phone. So David, would you like to work on anything, or do you not like to do that in your role as a as a moderator? I would love I, to do that. I'm an open okay, book. Okay, perfect. <laughs> What's that? I said I'd love to do that. I'm an open book. Perfect. Okay, so what would you like to work on? Uh, well, so anything in regards to kind of emotional, okay. men, those okay. types of things. Do you have something that's going on in your life right now? I will say it's funny that you said earlier the kind of uh, playing the victim mentality. I actually, I t- I've, I've gotten much better at that, but just today I was looking through, uh, I believe it was Fortune magazine, and I, and I had a little bit of that victim mentality kind of surface, so that's something that I'd definitely like to work on. 
Okay. You were looking through a Fortune magazine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe okay. a little, you know, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So now, with regard to that, David, what are you experiencing, or what did you experience in your body with regard to looking at that magazine? And What did you feel, like less than or something like that, or poor me? Is that what you experienced? Yeah, kind of kind of a poor me, kind of uh, uh, why why were my circumstances not as uh, abundant or uh, easy mm-hmm. or appear to be as easy as, as these individuals, I guess. Okay. And, and do you know what you were experiencing in your body when you looked at that? Was there any body, bodily reaction? Can um, you bring that back? That's a great question. Probably a little bit of resentment. Well, I guess that's not really okay. a bodily, but I guess a little bit of closing off, if you will, maybe, maybe in the stomach. Okay. Stomach tightness. And the resentment, that's okay to mention, too. Okay, and closing off in the stomach. Anything else you notice? Um, boy, I think that's about it. Okay. Okay, that's good. So now let's just take a look at that. And I have a special breathing technique that we do in the wise mind process. It's take a nice deep breath into the resentment and to the closing off. So take a nice deep breath into that. And as you exhale, breathe it out and break it up into tiny little molecules and send it out to the universe and disperse it. And you can do that again. Take another deep breath in and breathe into those experiences inside of you. And as you exhale, breathe them out and break them up into tiny little molecules and send them out to the universe and disperse them. Let's do that again until you feel complete for now. Breathe it out. Break it up into tiny little molecules and send it out to the universe and disperse it. Good. So you feel complete for the moment, David? Definitely. (laughs) Good. Okay, so step three. So that we did experience, we did release, and now transform. And this is how I do the transform in this particular context. What would your wise mind tell you about this situation? That's a great question. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Just let it come to the top of your head. You don't have to think about it at all. Just let your wise mind speak through you, tell you anything. Everything has a purpose and a perspective for your highest interest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else your wise mind wants to say? That's brilliant, yes. Anything else? Hmm. It's a... Not at the moment, no. <laughs> okay, but that's very, very good. And so as far as you're concerned, what, what does that have to do with you? What would your wise mind say that has to do with you in your life? To understand the... To really just understand why what happened happened so that I 
yeah. I learn and grow from it to have a, a different, yeah. to have my own unique path that I kind of evolve through. Exactly, and this is your path, and this is what you needed in order to learn and grow and become the great person that you are. So this is what you needed for your growth. So your wise mind will tell you that. And then there's one more step. There's four steps to this. And this step, you ask, imagine yourself as you'd like to be. This is just kind of a visualization process, I take it? Yes, uh-huh. okay. and, and, and then share it, if you would. Okay. Imagine yourself. Okay, and what would you like to share? I see myself doing work that I'm that's fulfilling to me and really just delivering a lot of value uh, to, to the world and to everyone I come into contact with and inspiring people to live a happier, healthier, more abundant, uh, more giving, more compassionate, more empathetic, uh, open lives, basically. Well, that's beautiful. And I bet the people in Fortune magazine don't have that greatness to talk about. (laughs) Well, they have it, for sure they have it, but they probably haven't uh, developed it as you have. So then there's one more little part to this is... Is there a word or a phrase that can symbolize this? Can you clarify a little bit on that? Is there a word or phrase that can symbolize the way you see your potential? One word or a phrase. What's that? Infinite. Infinite. That's beautiful. So if you would, David, just take your thumb and your index finger on either hand and put, put them together. And inside yourself, say the word infinite and let that word reverberate throughout your entire body and your mind, infinite. And that's your word to remember your greatness, infinite. That's really a beautiful word. That's just evocative. Yes. And so that's that's you. (laughs) That is you. And yes, as I was saying, the people in in the magazine, they have greatness too. And let's write an article for them. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) I I appreciate that exercise. I I feel lighter. I I guess that's the best way to describe it. It's a very powerful and uplifting exercise. And that's a good anchor word too. That's a good way to kind of bring that uh, that aquifer of, of water to the surface, if you will. So thank you for yeah. that blessing. You're welcome. Um, That's, you know, that is called an anchor, by the way, an mm-hmm. anchor. So you, did you know that or did you? <laughs> I, I must say I did, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did great. Thank you, thank you. You did just great. Yeah, that's the wise mind process, and it's very, it, it, it can be a phenomenal technique. And use it over the phone. You know, if, if I have a book about it, it's called The Wise Mind. And I have, I have a bunch of books on different healing topics. And that particular one, The Wise Mind, is, it's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. I have a bunch of books on Kindle. And they're very reasonably priced. And a lot of books on healing. So you can just, look. my name, by the way, is Marilyn Gordon, if anybody's interested. I know you didn't ask me to say all that, David, but. <laughs> 
Right. I thought I would interject with that. Right. But if people that's, are that's... interested and they want to find out a lot more about the wise mind process because, you know, it's, there's a lot of, you know, it's very simple. It's a very simple technique, but it has ancient techniques within it, embodied in it, techniques from Buddhist psychology and yoga and ancient Greek and Roman healing temples and and um, NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's got all kinds of good stuff in it. And if you want to know more, you can get that book. Mm-hmm. That's so. funny. You, you read my mind anyway, so that's actually the <laughs> question I was going to ask okay. is what book is that in, so, so everyone can take a look yeah. at that. Uh, so I, I really appreciate your time. I want to ask you one final question, and this is something yeah. I kind of ask all my guests as well. And that question is, with everything I'm, I'm working on, on on Healthy Well and Free, the goal is to help people in their mind, body, and spirit, uh, mind, body, spirit, heart connection, and to really kind of uh, improve their health, their vitality, their just to kind of release the past and to step into their greatness uh, now, so that they can live in a, an extraordinary, extraordinarily bright future. So my so my question for you would be, what practices, whether they be you know, diet or spiritual or mental practices, emotional practices, it can be really anything. What practices and kind of uh, key golden nuggets would you leave with our listeners today to kind of step into their greatness in every area of their lives? Well, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm like you, David, and, and I'm eclectic in saying that it all matters. You have to work on all aspects. You need to work on diet and work on health and work on on and being loving and kind to people and work on watching the negativities in yourself and transforming them as as, as much as you can and um, giving and being grateful. And all these things work in concert. And all these things, they're just part and parcel of of a transformed life. And, you know, they're, they're, it's all about you know, understanding and practicing truth and peace and love in the world. And to have, you know, I really believe in having a practice of your own, getting up a little bit earlier and having a ritual of some kind that takes you deep inside yourself to the depths of yourself, to the roots inside yourself, that, that you know, helps you to see the truth and think think well of yourself and and begin spreading the love and the light wherever you go and 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 all of this you know comes from diving deeply inside and and working on yourself and then that working on yourself spreads out to the rest of the world you know i believe in eating good food and by good i mean <clears throat> excuse me i mean um food that is nourishing and food that is kind to the planet and all of that is all important because all of it is it's holistic and that it's uh, it's just it's it's a totality of you beautiful thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate it uh, thank you, for, Dave. Our, for our listeners one final time what is your website and, and are you on facebook or yes. youtube or other channels as well yes. Yeah, my well, my name is Marilyn M A R I L Y N Gordon G O R D O N, and my well, I have a, a number of websites, but one that I'll give you is lifetransformationsecrets.com, 
and that will lead you to all the other websites. I do hypnotherapy certification and all these other things and books and, and all kinds of things. And um, and I have a page. I have many, 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 many likes on the page. Uh, it's called I Love the Power of the Mind. And every day I give... I put on there some beautiful graphics and some things to uplift you, to lift up your mind and lift up your life every day. And I do have a channel on YouTube. I don't have a lot on that channel, but I have some things of me. I have some videos. And, again, my name is Marilyn Gordon, so you can look for that on YouTube. And you can Google me. Um, Just feel free to do that. And if you like, you know, you can email me. Here's my email, mgordon, M-G-O-R-D-O-N, at hypnotherapycenter.com, H-Y-P-N-O-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And one other thing, if you go to Amazon, you can go and look at my Amazon page and just look just look up my name, just search my name, Marilyn Gordon, and you'll see my page that has a listing of all my books. I just came out with two children's books, and I'm creating a series, Magical Healing Books for Children. And um, one of the books, I, my, my, I, I wrote the, the poetry in it. Well, it's like a little Dr. Seussian kind of poetry. And the... The illustrations are of a dollhouse that my daughter made and photographed, and they're very silly and fun, and so it's called The Magical Dollhouse of Gabriella Rose, and you can look for that. So I I just want to say thank you, David. You're a wonderful interviewer, and you have so many thoughtful things to say and to ask. I really appreciate that. You just do, do a wonderful job. Thank you. I so appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, and you're welcome, and I I do appreciate the work that you do. And I would encourage all the listeners to pick up uh, her book, Healing is Remembering Who You Are, I Absolutely Loved, and Wise Mind. That is is definitely going to be on my reading list. So thank you so much for sharing those golden gems of wisdom with us. And uh, maybe we'll we'll have you back on the podcast at some point in the future because I'm I'm sure we could talk a lot more. So uh, once again... I just want to say I want to say a lot of love to you, David, and a lot of love to people who are listening. Just sending you love and many blessings. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. And we'll wrap the show with that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. Once again, my name is David Benjamin. I'm the host of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. And if you're like me and you like learning about the mind, the body, the spirit, mind, body, spirit, heart connection, spirituality, green living, health, nutrition, fitness, uh, biohacking, which is something I haven't even talked about on the podcast yet, but I will be talking about in the future, uh, really just optimizing your health, your wellness, uh, reframing your beliefs, your perspectives, and really just growing and and living a more fulfilled, happy, and healthy life, make sure to subscribe to my podcast. It's in iTunes. If you're listening in iTunes, just hit the subscribe button. If you're not in iTunes, go to iTunes and click search Healthy, Wild, and Free and just click subscribe. And while you're there, if you could leave a review on my podcast, 
It would mean the world to me. Uh, just leave a review, leave your thoughts on the podcast, what you like about it, what you don't. Just share your thoughts with me. And if you want to be notified about future podcasts in the future, along with subscribing on iTunes, you can subscribe to my email newsletter at healthywildandfree.com, and you'll be notified with future interviews, videos, articles. Uh, I'm going to be going to be writing more books on health and wellness uh, and all these different topics and, and, and interviewing and hosting more guests as well. So thank you so much for your time. I hope this has added value to your life in some way, and we'll see you in the next episode.